Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And pop star Ava Max hosted an album launch party in Roblox. Roblox. I thought the headline would be the best we could get, but no, the actual event was even better than I could have even imagined. Okay, Roblox fans and avatars, that was a blast. Thank you so much for coming. Make sure to keep partying and complete all my quests. You can even get some super exclusive merch. What is Roblox? I can't really tell. It's like a place where you can just like have your little robot avatar run around and make games and play games. And I've read that it's it's been around for like 15 years, but it recently has become really popular in COVID because a lot of kids have birthday parties in it. It's kind um, of like the next level of Club Penguin. It's like social, but there's like stuff you can do and you're like a little Lego avatar and you like run around and you like do stuff. You do you earn stuff, prizes, and then you like hang out with friends. Yeah. Yeah. But what we're saying is it makes perfect sense for Ava Max to do an album release party inside the universe of Roblox. Well, her fans are called the Avatars. <laughs> True. And she True. is an Avatar. So she becomes an Avatar. And, you know, she performed. I, I've watched now like 12 videos on this. Like I just can't stop watching people's per perspectives of like the Ava Max launch party in Roblox. And it's just her on a big screen singing her songs, talking to them. And they're just, and all the little Roblox people are running around, jumping, <laughs> running around. If they go further away, they hear it less. If they cl go closer, they hear it more. So if you, it depends on whose perspective you get. And uh, they're chatting in the chat and they're spamming the chat. Who is this woman? And, you know, uh, I, I love Ava Max <laughs> and all that. And then when she finally sings Sweet But Psycho, everyone's like, oh, this song, this lady. This song, good. <laughs> okay, I think I got all the points. Oh, this is this girl? Hold on, this song kind of hard. Oh, my, my, my. I know this song. 
Collect all 10. Didn't I collect all 10? Didn't I collect all 10? Bro, what am I missing? Which one am I missing? As she's talking, an island in the Roblox land, an island is floating behind the big screen with a giant Ava Max avatar standing on it, like on a like on a throne. And then the island lands on the stage and the Ava Max avatar, who is like 12 times the size of these other Roblox avatars, starts just like walking around. <laughs> Well, all you do in this Roblox like universe is run around. Well, we don't it's know like, that as two people have not played Roblox. We actually don't know that. On this particular platform, you like can run and jump. That's kind of it. Yeah. Run and jump. There's no yeah. like leisurely stroll in Roblox. You're like going bump, 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 bump. You are running. And there right. goes giant Ava Max running around with all of her Ava avatars. Right, just jumping on her. And the the best is Variety obviously posted about this and they basically copy and pasted the press release. And here's what it says. In the Ava Max launch party place, Roblox players can use jump pads to get to the sky high dance floor where they can hear Ava's new tunes, shop for merch to dress their avatars up with heaven or hell wings and swords, complete quests, socialize, ask Ava questions and get a private live performance. That does sound like a press release, yeah. Roblox has over 150 million monthly active users. Well, another thing about Ava Max is that you know who's a fan of Ava Max that I'm assuming at least. Oh. James Cameron, because he heard about the avatars and was like, did someone say avatar? I'm done. <laughs> oh, right. He re didn't he reportedly he finished. finished Avatar 2 and 3, a.k.a. Avatar Ava Max. A Ava avatar 2 is Ava Max, weirdly. That's just, mm -hmm. he's done. She's, she's the Navi. She's fully formed. And Avatar the 3 is, we don't really know about that yet. It's only 95% done. James Cameron is like, they're not blue anymore, but they do have asymmetrical haircuts. <laughs> wow, I can't believe so many of you Robiluxians turned up tonight. I'm so glad you're all here to help me celebrate the release of my new album, Heaven and Hell. What else is on the docket? I had at the top uh, kind of just a... Uh, a funny joke about how everybody's just every celebrity news is about either Ava Max being on Roblox or celebrities getting pregnant or giving birth. But we had a great mm -hmm. headline from just Jared, which was which was posted Saturday, September 26 at 530 p.m., which was Joe Alwyn's hair blows in the wind at closing ceremony of San Sebastian Film Festival. Guess how many photos of Joe Alwyn's hair blowing in the wind just Jared posted in that post? I mean, no less than three and no more than 15. Wow, you got it right. 12. <laughs> there are 12. <laughs> and guess how many comments are on this post about Joe Alwyn's hair flo uh, flying in the wind? I would say one saying, why is this news? <laughs> uh, just one. And it's a gif of Taylor Swift holding a loser signal up to her uh, forehead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, so that's what's up with Joe Alwyn. Where's, where, what is the San Sebastian Film Festival? I mean, I know it's in Spain, but like, I, I didn't know this was know. a thing. Is this what we have left now that there's, now that COVID's here? Is he in a film at the San Sebastian? He must be. Why else would he be there? I'm not going to look these things up, though. Like, I he's, just don't. No, 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 no. He's a juror. He's not in any other movies. He's just a juror oh. at the festival. He's who but they could get. But here's the thing. I'm out here complaining that there are too many celebrities just getting married and having babies and I'm presented with this iconic Joe Alwyn's hair blowing in the wind news and I'm also tossing it off. So what do I want, you know? I'm not sure. I mean, what I want is for Ava Max to do a Red Blocks performance every single night for the rest of, co of pandemic because it'll give us something to talk about. To prove to you how every fucking story is about celebrities giving birth or getting pregnant, we have more of these in here, but here's just a sampling Rose Leslie is pregnant with Kit Harrington. Emma Stone is mar secretly married to Dave McCary. These are all just boring things. 
Princess Eugenie and uh, Jack Brooksbanks, they're pregnant. And oh, a breakup. Karamo broke up with his fiance after 10 years of dating, which is like the most yikesy. I got famous and decide to do other things moment. Just uh, just saying. Breaking up with a fiance is a very, it's like extreme pandemic behavior. But also like dating someone for 10 years, like before you got your Queer Eye show and then breaking up with them mid pandemic when you're not going to be the number one news is like just very like, I see you. And you know I who he told? You. He told Twitch on Ellen. He didn't even tell. No, he, he told didn't. Twitch on Ellen because Ellen wasn't there. Twitch was filling in. That's cursed. Cur- cur- First of all, good for Twitch, but also that is cursed. Hey, and also, there's something, I want, uh, something else I want to ask you too is with all of the changes going on and you know all, all of the adjustments we have to make. I know you were planning to get married this summer, and yeah. that's been postponed because of the pandemic. Yeah, it was postponed by the pandemic, but now it's actually postponed officially because my fiance and I uh, we were together for ten years and we broke up about three and a half months ago. Wow. And another thing, remember the episode of Selling Sunset where Karamo's buying a house for the two of them and he's like yes, we need yes. high ceilings because we have freaky sex like we have so much yeah. freaky sex and Christine's like I love this I love you this is amazing and it's like <laughs> that was oh, a beautiful house by the that way was, I was like you're not going to get this house because it has low ceilings I could like, not believe duck, I don't that care. was the most beautiful house <laughs> On in three seasons of that show, no house was know, more was beautiful like, than that house. Learn and Karamo's like, <laughs> I, I can't, the ceilings aren't high enough for my sex, which is something I've never seen in House Hunters. By the way, there's always something. <laughs> I watched an episode last night where it was like they need space for their pool table, and it, I was like, why do they need space for their pool table? And it turns out they're from Massachusetts. They were looking for a house, and oh no, no, they were Louisville. I watched another. Wait, Massachusetts I'm sorry. Couple. Why do they need? You were because wondering why they need space for their pool table and it reveal and you're you're okay with the explanation they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> so the pool table, they find a pool table, but they were like, the couple has a very special pool table, and they kept teasing how special this pool table was. And it was like some Kentucky, they didn't even name him. It was like a Kentucky pool champion had once owned it. And so they were just like taking it around from house to house. Everything needed space for a pool table. I was like, I've seen pool table, not freaky sex ceilings. Oh, Gigi and Zane. Oh, yeah, that's boring. They gave birth, but that's boring. And there's, there's no, no, name. no name. There's no name still. And it's like, what are we supposed to talk about? Like, Rooney and Joaquin gave birth. There's a name there, a very sweet name named River, River after. Yeah, I know. And But they're them. And she so, gave birth like 100 she, years ago. Yeah. Someone just told someone at, right. the, at, the, at, a, at another film festival. And they were like, oh, yeah, Rooney and Joaquin had the baby. Its name is River. That's what's so annoying. It's all these celebrity births and engagements and marriages, but they're all happening like in the past. It's like, oh, Emma Stone got married like four like four months ago over Zoom or something. Like, oh, I don't know. Like it just comes out. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen's last name is Arnett now. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake have had a second kid for months now. Let says Lance Bass, like spills the beans on some radio show that no one cares about. <laughs> like, that's what's happening and it's fucked up. All the news we get is like Phil Collins' daughter's engaged to Andy McDowell's son. It's not Andy McDowell's son. It's Malcolm McDowell's son. It's Malcolm McDowell's son. Which is so much less interesting. You know what? I thought it was Andy McDowell this whole time, but she doesn't have a son. She has two daughters. She has two daughters. Well, like three daughters. Mm. Okay. But this guy, Charlie McDowell's like dated other like cool actresses. Like he did like Hilary Duff and Rooney Mara. Oh my God. Speaking of Rooney mm-hmm. Mara and Amelia Clark. But then he also dated an uncool, an uncool actress. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So they're engaged. Lily Collins is engaged to Charlie McDowell after dating for, I don't think they've been dating for that long. Am I, I crazy? Think it was, I, I think like... it was three years. One year romance. Oh, this, it's a one the, year romance. Slug that says one year romance. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. But, 
<laughs> I'm not clicking, but in the slug, it says one year romance. And they're both nepotism because she's Phil Collins's daughter and he is Malcolm McDowell's son. But his mom is Mary Steenburgen. Right, that's okay, what's here cool. We go. And his stepdad is Ted Danson. Let me reword. Phil Collins' daughter is engaged to Mary Steenburgen's son. Now that's a headline. Yes, that's cool. Okay. And okay. Ted Danson is his stepdad, which is funny. Yeah. I love the idea of Phil Collins and Ted Danson shooting the shit, you know? I think that's, it's a fun, the rehearsal dinner will, will have, will be a fun uh, evening, I think. Uh-huh. It'll be a uh-huh. fun evening. Um, uh-huh. I liked this little story from, I think it was Marie Claire, and they were explaining who Charlie McDowell was. I was like, who is this person, Charlie McDowell? And the conceit yeah. of the story is that everyone knows who Lily Collins is, and we have to know who Charlie McDowell is. And it begins with right. this sentence. While Collins has become a household name, thanks to her work in films like The Blind Side, Mirror, Mirror, and To the Bone, she's not a household mm-hmm. name, right? Lily Collins is still a who. No, Phil Collins is a household name. But she's still a who, right? I'm not crazy. I think so. Also, to name like... Thanks to her work in The Blind Side, she's not even the lead. She's not the lead. If you think of The Blind Side, you think of Sandra Bullock, unfortunately. Mirror, mirror, right? She's opposite uh, Julia Roberts in like that failure of a movie that like I'm not sure anyone really remembers. And what's To the Bone? Uh, to the Bone. You know? Is it To the Bone that the, the movie about the eating disorder, the Netflix? Okay, so that came out. That was, it was like. A, it was a 2017 movie about a, okay. uh, a young woman uh, with anorexia. And I know a lot of people okay, watch so it. No, I was just I'm... like, I can't watch movies about chronic illness. So I, it's not for me. Okay, but right. Whether or not you watch it, I'm just saying those three examples, I'm not saying that I wouldn't say they prove that Lily Allen is a household name. No, they do not prove. They do not prove that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the other person that Charlie McDowell has dated, they dated for all, almost a year from April 2008 to February 2009 is none other, is none other then Mrs. Townhouse Crackers herself, Kristen Chenoweth. Are you telling me she dipped her Townhouse Club Cracker into the bowl of Charlie McDowell, the son of Mary Steenburgen? Oh my God, into <laughs> the biggest bowl of Charlie McDowell. She <laughs> ate like two to four, two to four crackers. Feel. I have to say I love that. Yeah, 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 yes. I have to say I gotta love it. Uh, Ted Danson could have been uh, Kristen Chenoweth's uh, father-in-law. Mm-hmm. That would have been truly one for the ages. I'm sad it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And not to be rude, but how old is Chris? How old was Kristen Chenoweth when she was dating him? Because he was 24, says this article, and she, when they were dating, was slightly older, I'm guessing, although I'm not going to be rude, 39. Okay, so we're talking a little bit of a May-December romance. Mm-hmm. They met They met on the set of Four Christmases, not what? Pushing Daisies. It was while she was on Pushing Daisies, but she is in that movie Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and it's like, we got to go to everyone's Christmas because it's like I know. Their parents Who's the whatever. other two people on the poster? It's Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and, and two other, aren't there two other people no, on the No, it's just Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, and they're wrapped up. They're just like wrapped, 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 wrapped up. And they got to go to four gotta, different like, Christmases. We got to go to four Christmases. Stressful. Yes, this was like before yeah. Reese was like, I like books. So this is pre book. Yeah, this, is... this is pre-literate yeah. Reese. Every year, Brad and Kate spend the holidays avoiding their families. No flights are coming in and no flights are going out. This isn't happening. Do 
you have a sister airline? No, I'm sorry. How about a cousin airline? No, we don't. How about like an airline that your airline's felt up before? But this year... Where are you headed for the holidays? They'll be forced to celebrate... Hi, Mom. It's my dad. They just saw us on the news. With all of them. Okay, he's going to give you a big hug when he sees you, Mom. I'm not hugging anybody. He's very excited about the hug. And she is in the movie with Mary Steenburgen. Charlie came to visit Mary on set. He came to visit Mommy on set of Four Christmases. And that's when Kristen was like, yeah. aye, 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 I gotta like, ooh, I gotta dip my cracker in this. And then they got together and they dated for like over almost a year. Isn't that strange? And yeah, they're like 15 years apart, 16 years it's apart. It's like strange, but like, I love that there's a photo of all of them together. Ted, <laughs> Kristen, Charlie, and Mary, like at some event for the ocean. I don't know, but like, just love that we have evidence of this. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, I mean, he had a year-long fling with Kristen Chenoweth. And I also love that Kristen Chenoweth has always been herself, meaning that whenever they were dating in June of, you know, a few months into their relationship in June 2008, there was a story about their relationship on People and it said, Kristen Chenoweth's new boyfriend, her co-star's son, her co-star's son. <laughs> the Pushing Daisy star steps out with Mary Steenburgen's 24-year-old son. She at this point was like 40. This is why they're bringing it up. But it says, we met 39. on set. 39. We met on set, Charlie told People as he walked hand in hand with Chenoweth. And then it said, Kristen says, um, they went out to dinner and then she says, the dinner lasted three and a half hours. Obviously, it went well. That's the most Kristen yeah. Chenoweth quote to give people. Like, it not only give them well. what they want, like perform for them. Obviously, it yeah. went well. She's hitting that high. She's hitting that high note for people.com. <laughs> and now he's thirty-seven, and Lily Collins is thirty-one, and, and she's Emily they in Paris. Engaged, yeah. The Emily in Paris actress and daughter of Phil Collins. Like, if we can only come up with like those three movies in Emily in Paris, which hasn't even come out for Lily Collins, what are we, we can't? She's not a household. We cannot name. call this woman a household name. I don't know whose yeah. house. Maybe in the Collins house. Maybe in the yeah. Collins whose house? house? <laughs> not in the finger Maybe house. Maybe the house with the with the pool table in Massachusetts, exactly. but not in the my Louisville, house. The Louisville, Kentucky, Massachusetts, <laughs> the Louisville, Kentucky pool table house, not a household name. <laughs> Who is Rebel Wilson's boyfriend? He's a really rich. This is a real, this is a real like dump him. Like, I don't care about Rebel Wilson, but I'm like, get rid of this guy. <laughs> don't you think? I think they should both get rid of each other. I don't really think that. No, but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying like, I'm naturally going to like, I don't like either of them, but I'm going to be on her side just because like. I agree with that. Yeah, because whatever, slightly more than his side. I don't even know him, but I'm like, I don't even like you, Rebel Wilson, but get rid of this Rebel Wilson, I find annoying. I don't like want, like, I don't want her to be ruined by this guy. I mean, he really is an heir, but if you want to picture this guy, because again, this is a podcast. If you want to picture this guy, picture a guy pretending, this is how I thought of him. He looks like a guy who pretends to be a Kennedy while he's like abroad. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm Maria Shriver's like stepson. He looks like a fraud. I get that he's like the Ann Hauser Bush heir, but he also looks like Dear John. Like he looks like he's about to be like, write me a check, you know? Like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like let's 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 combine bank accounts, Rebel. I love you so much, you know? I'm working on this company. I could really use an investment. It's a definite go. It's absolutely gonna happen. I just need a check for, you know, two hundred thousand dollars. Right. And I get I will say though, this is a spot of bright news in the gossip circuit that has gone from being Rebel Wilson loses weight, which I'm like 
go girl and also kind of like disgusted by the tabloid media surrounding all of that conversation to this which is way more interesting way more fun that Rebel Wilson is dating this like weird bougie insane heir to the Anheuser I don't even know is it Anheuser I think it's Anheuser Busch Anheuser Busch because I I keep saying it but thinking I'm saying it wrong no heir to the Anheuser Busch whatever uh, who they're calling a billionaire who like is he a billionaire like whatever I guess we're we're splitting hairs we're talking millionaire billionaire who knows what he is but he's rich he really is he has family money and it's a family you've heard of you know I'm willing to believe yeah. that he is rich but I'm also willing to believe that he is a sleeves bag right he <laughs> <laughs> you can be both it's not mutual mutually exclusive you know he dated Adrian Maloof, which is very strange, right? That's weird, right? Right? Right, because, again, we're talking a few May-December romances. Rebel's 40, he's 29. That's fine. That doesn't seem that crazy no. to me, honestly, that, at this point. But Adrian Maloof is significantly older than him, and they They're dated, 30 years apart. I think, briefly. The other weird thing is, you know where these photos are from? These, like, latest photos? They went to, like, Monte Carlo for, like, the... Prince Albert of Monaco's Global Foundation, like Gala for Planetary Health, along with Dame Helen Mirren, Kate Beckinsale. Again, once again, they fly these like private jets and helicopters to Monaco to do a like a gala about saving the planet. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it Hmm. is, and it is, it could be one of those things. Maybe, I mean, I could see them paying for it, but this also, that also sort of seems like the thing that you are paid to do, you know? Like, they. I mean, literally, you have. You have Rebel and her new boyfriend, Dame Helen Mirren and her husband, boyfriend. And then you have Kate Beckinsale and her friend posing in front of a helicopter in Monaco. Yeah, they were paid. To, th- this was all expenses paid for sure. They wanted they wanted publicity for this charity thing. It was part of the charity. So back to her boyfriend, whose name is Jacob. We haven't even said his name yet. His name's Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Bush, Bush spelled like at U-S-C-H, like Bush Gardens, a.k.a. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Jacob Bush. He also, because he's part of the Anheuser-Busch family, he like hated Prohibition. I, I I absolutely love this Instagram you found. I'm looking through his Instagram and I'm like, oh, is he woke? What's his deal? And it's like, he's a pretty basic um, like socialite guy, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, but like on a few, like, when was this? When was this Instagram? This was April 7th. This is mid-pandemic. And he's like. So April 7th, the day after my birthday, he posts this like video. And it and then the cap, and I'm like watching the video. I'm like, what is he commemorating? And then the caption says, 87 years ago, April 7th was a turning point in history. America was in hard times for 14 years. And most thought we would never recover. American people had no work, no money, and families were divided. It seemed all hope was lost. With the hard work and dedication, and I'm like, where are we going with this? And the hard work and dedication from the great people who run this company, the government, and the American people alike, a transformation was made. We are Americans, and we do not give up. We came back with stronger family bonds, a booming... Okay, I'm like, where are we going with this? What is he talking about? Thank you to my grandfather, August A. Bush Jr., for these inspirational words that ring so true today. Thank you to... Okay, he's... What he's posting about... Because he's comp- and he's comparing it to, he says, thank you to everyone in America for not giving up and heeding the stay at home call. Meaning he's comparing, he's talking about the pandemic. Yeah. But what he's commemorating, which happened, what happened on April 7th, 87 years ago, the repeal of prohibition. That's what he's comparing. It made my That's family rich. It, it made his family rich. It made his family That's rich. Literally what, he's like, Americans are coming together to stay at home for prohibition. And they also came together to repeal prohibition, <laughs> which like, However your feelings on that, it's like, what? Is that, that's your, what? (laughs) It's 
very that's... weird. I mean, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. She, um, I just, this is the sort of guy, like it feels, it feels weird to be this mean about someone, but this is the sort of guy where you're like, if your friends started dating him, you would be nice, but you would also, like all your back channel texts would be blowing up all the time. It's like, I don't trust this guy. How do we tell her? How do we tell her politely that we don't trust this guy? Can you tell her? Right. Well, she's got to make her own decisions. You know, she's got to make her own decisions. If you say you don't really like this guy, it's just going to ruin your relationship with her. Like, I don't really know what to do about it. So you just sit and you watch and you hope for the best. Uh, That's what this situation is. But on the other hand, and you're right, and you brought this up before, it's like, maybe they're perfect for each other. Maybe. Like, you know? Maybe this is like maybe she's just like here's my here's my toy boy you know yeah I mean who's rich she everyone deserves to have a a, a toy boy if they want one you know yeah a consensual toy boy if you want one <laughs> the, the this also just like confirms a my this also just confirms my like quote unquote suspicions about Rebel Wilson who gives me a bad taste in my mouth and generally just like not not in love this is this like decision and the way that she kind of like is doing this like whatever I'm like okay I get it the whole thing is like oh look at my new body look at my new you know hunky toy boy accessory that's what it is which is which celebrities have been doing forever which is why I'm saying like she deserves to do this if she wants to do it I just don't I don't know what I think. I just think it's wild to be dating someone who has, in in every five things to know about this person, the first two things are always he's an heir to the Anheuser-Busch fortune and he dated Adrian Maloof. Like, if those are the the top two things. Adrian Maloof, in case you don't know, remember who Adrian Maloof is, she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her husband is Paul, who who is on Botched. Like, they got divorced, but he's the plastic surgeon from Botched. Yeah. I just love... 369 weeks ago, he posted on Instagram a photo of himself, and he just wrote, hashtag Gatsby. Does he know that Gatsby died at the end? I don't think people understand. No one understands what... If you're if you're aspirationally posting about The Great Gatsby, you didn't read it. You yeah, didn't even finish I'm the movie. Saying, <laughs> I'm, just, well, I'm just saying cover your pool with a tarp. Casey, Jacob. I knew you look familiar, having a good time, old sport. Oh, the whole thing. I haven't been a very good host, old sport. Sorry, old sport, I thought you knew. What's next? Truly What's young. Next? Okay, remember, I was gonna we should I was gonna say we should end with this, but we should actually begin with it because, or maybe we should end with it. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you want to end with the it reveal about the last time we talked about Truly Young, which is what I remember when I was reading about this earlier. Remember the last time we talked about Truly Young? It was last year. No, the hint is last year. I actually don't. Truly Young is Doctor Dre's daughter. Yes. With her, with his estranged wife Nicole Young, which is where this is kind of going and all centered around. But well, the estranged wife is recent. Yes, but the reason. What did she do last year? She got into USC, and Dr. Dre congratulated her on Instagram and wrote, "My daughter got accepted into USC all on her own, no jail time." And it was about <laughs> the college admission <laughs> scandal, where he was like, "My okay, daughter got in without." And then funny. they were like, "But Dr. Dre, you donated like fifty million dollars to USC. This isn't the same." And then right, he deleted right, the post. Right, he's- he started his own school at <laughs> To USC. be fair, he did it the legal way. Not to, not that there's not anything shady and unethical. You mean the legal ne- the the legal nepotism legal way, nepotism. not the illegal nepotism yes, where it's way. Like, I'm going to donate money, but I'm going to donate money to the school legitimately. I'm not going to back channel it through some creepy guy named like Scooter or whatever the guy's name was. And also, 
Well, while the Lori Loughlin Mossimo, they probably spent almost $300,000, $400,000 on the back channeling of this money. He gave up front millions of dollars like, to this school. Like named a building after him or something ridiculous. Right. So it's like, that's the difference between like when you don't want to cough up over a million dollars to like open a new school at USC and get your daughter in. You just want to like pretend like she's on the boating team or whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre just has like infinity money. Like Massimo wishes he had as much money as Dr. Dre. Well, that's what we're getting to. He has infinity money. And so when his wife asked for a divorce, she laid out all of her expenses, which are iconic to read through because you can truly read through them because all of this is public information. And she asked for $2 million a month in support. And weirdly, at first when you're like, what? two million dollars then i read the breakdown and i'm like all right makes sense well you know, like, she I'm also just... <laughs> she's also accused him of being like not that great of a guy like being like pretty like emotionally yes. occasionally physically abusive like and she's yes. just like yes. this guy sucks so at that point it's like yes take him for all he's worth and he just happens to be worth so much money Here's the breakdown. This is from TMZ, by the way. They found this breakdown. Nicole Young wants $1,936,399 a month to cover her expenses. Here's the breakdown. Laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month. Fine. Clothes, clothes, $135,000 a month. Okay. I feel like that TikTok where the girl's like, I make $9,000 a week and this is my friend. She makes $2 an hour. Have you seen that TikTok? (laughs) No, I haven't. She's like, my bag. Prada and the girl's like my bag Michael Kors <laughs> it's like oh my god um <laughs> education tuition and living expenses $60,000 a month entertainment $900,000 a month and this is for her and their her daughter. And the daughter this is yeah. for the okay Share- well they, they have, have they have a kid too, too. um they have truly okay, and um his name is Truis entertainment $900,000 a month absolutely legendary to say that you want $900,000 yes, a month for entertainment yes. yeah uh-huh. Charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. She's like, got to throw that in there. Got to throw that in there. What I think is really funny is that you're splitting hairs at this point, but like at least make the charitable contributions more than the clothes. <laughs> like she was like, charitable <laughs> contributions, $125,000. Clothes, right. $135,000. Like just switch those. Yeah, they're getting too close. Just switch them and it'll make me feel better. Yeah. Mortgage, $100,000 a month. And this is the best thing. This is the weirdest thing. We're in 2020. Telephone, cell phone, email, $20,000 a month. I'm sorry. Gmail's free. What are you using? Even if you had private servers and a satellite phone, I don't I, I don't know how you get to this number, but I'm willing like, to accept I it. I pay for extra Gmail storage for the podcast, but like, it's like $100 a year. Is it so even how that? How are we getting to this Is it number? even that? Yeah, yeah it's expensive. It's not that cheap, but we need it. But I'm just saying. It's $3 a month. This is... <laughs> This is like, this is like, you know, what is she spending this on? This feels very much like I pay for AOL and it's been 10 years since anyone paid for AOL. Is she still paying for AOL? She's still paying for AOL like via those discs. And they're like, (laughs) she is keeping AOL afloat. AOL's like, don't tell Nicole. She calls and she's like, hi, can I get a discount on my services? And they're like, oh, no, no, no." it's still, (laughs) no, it's still $10,000 a month for you. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me let me check with my supervisor. Yeah, it's still twenty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> She's like, okay. It reminds me of my friend, um, a friend of and mine, who, whom you know, okay. and I will not name names because she does listen to the podcast. I will not name names. Dear friend of mine, went to the hardware store in Greenpoint to buy a light bulb, and <laughs> I told you this story. She needed a light. She needed a light bulb. Went to the hardware store and. <laughs> The hard because you know like a, like okay here like New York New York City hardware stores no but like New York City hardware stores they're kind of just 
dumpies. They're dumps. If you're not at a Home Depot, if you're mom or pop, stuff is just kind of everywhere and things are labeled sort of like things are labeled kind of badly. Some things have price tags, some don't. Which is good because sometimes when you need like one screw or something weird, they'll just give it to you or they'll be like, what? Yeah. What do you need? Like they'll exactly. help. Sometimes they help you. That, yeah. Usually they help you. They're just, I'm talking about the labeling. It can be a little hard to figure out where yeah. things are and of how much course. things cost. And you typically sometimes may have to bring up the screw and go to the man and be like, how much is this? Love and he'll that. like think Love and he'll that. be like, eh, $1.25. And you're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> So, which is also the thing about my my favorite bodega. Sometimes seltzers oh, no. would be a dollar. Sometimes they'd be fifty cents. Sometimes it'd be a dollar twenty five, and you never knew. Right. The point is, she hey, goes up. You know what? The economy is changing exactly. rapidly. You don't I'm know what things are worth. Everything yeah, evens okay. out. It all comes out in the wash. Yeah. So she goes up and ten thousand dollars a month, and she, and she gets a light bulb and she picks it up and she looks at the, <laughs> she looks at the number on the box. Or on the thing where the box is of the light bulb that she needs. The price tag? The price tag. Exactly. And she goes up. The number on the box. She goes up and she hands the guy a $20 bill. And the guy, she leaves at the light bulb and he's like, you forgot your change. And she goes, I thought it was $20. And he goes, it's $2. How much do you think a light bulb is? And she was like, (laughs) and she was like, $20. (laughs) Honestly, and it may have been 25, but I think she handed him. Beautiful. Wait, but what a gorgeous, honest, what a gorgeous, honest. How much? He said literally, how much do you think a light bulb is? I don't know what she said in response to that, but like he gave her the change. Like this guy could have just taken his $18 profit and run but he didn't honestly honest, honest in man. this eco- again in this economy I would take the $20 like I would just be like that's the price of doing business with people in New York City sometimes they give you $20 and walk out because they think <laughs> thanks for the light bulb bye <laughs> um anyway so she spends uh, Nicole Young spends $20,000 on email you know what not my life who am I to judge point is this is why this was sort of a big story a few weeks ago because it's it's a big divorce between someone who's extremely rich and also nicole's a lawyer so like this is someone who's who knows what they're doing i guess she has her own lawyer obviously but like this is like a smart legal mind apparently although i did read a story that's like we can't find proof we can't find any proof that nicole's actually a lawyer whatever i'm willing to believe it Whoa. Yeah, I don't i don't know Um, let's not go there so but the, the reason why we're talking about it now is because Truly Young, their daughter, got in kind of like a little bit of a fight with 50 Cent, who loves to like just stick his ass in every situation because he, somebody told, you know, people keep telling him, oh, 50 Cent, you're so petty. And that's his thing well, he's, now. He's also, and, he's so rich. He got really rich off of his like investments. And so he doesn't have to do music anymore. He can just like be a, an asshole petty. online. Well, he does power. He does power oh, and petty. Power, but yeah. like. What I'm saying is he's known for this thing now, and so he kind of digs in and just gets into. He just kind of like gets people going mm-hmm. because again, he doesn't. He's not beholden to anyone. It's so his he posts now. the he posts the Daily Mail headline where it says that she wants two million dollars a monthly support. He obviously didn't read the breakdown. He obviously didn't. No, he didn't. And he said he said side eye, laugh face. These bitches be crazy. How do you even ask for two million a month? Hashtag Branson Cognac. I liquor. think it's his brand. I don't know. Okay. And then she responded, <laughs> truly young, came into the comments and said, ha ha, coming from an ugly, washed up, early 2000s rapper who filed for bankruptcy and is only envious of my family's wealth and lifestyle. Have fun spending the rest of your savings on steroids. Fuck you. <laughs> also, yeah, Branson Cognac is 50s brand of Cognac. It's a Vsop brand, but anyway, yeah. 
Well, yeah, he's doing he's doing Spawn. I will say Fuck I think Fifty you. is pretty rich, but he's not as rich as Doctor Dre. No, so no, no, get no, 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 Out of here, Beats by Dre is beyond Fifty Cent's area of wealth. But Fofty. I just love that she she came. Well, <laughs> then X, the X to the Z exhibit steroids. commented on Fifty's post and said, "WTF." <laughs> <laughs> question 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 which has 1700 likes and then truly commented on oh, also she's here she's these comments ready. came like weeks after the actual post like exhibit posted three weeks ago truly posted like three weeks after that wow she took him down mm-hmm. wow alvin calling exhibit alvin is like wow alvin after everything my parents have done for you and your family this is how you respond to a picture of my parents and i and a quote calling my mom a bitch fuck you <laughs> incredible <laughs> well, she she wrote another post on the 50 cent thing she said uh the blatant misogyny and disrespect by ignorant men is being shown is absolutely fucking disgusting and vile. Calling my mother, my dad's wife, a bitch is unforgivable. 50 year marketing schemes are low life and disgusting as you are. Using a vote of my parents and I solely to gain attention for yourself exemplifies a lot of things wrong with the world right not now. Wrong. She's right. That's not what wrong. he's doing. Not wrong. Yeah. No, she's not wrong at all. She, she has extreme Dakota Johnson energy where it's like, uh, I have I have grown up with this. I do not have to like apologize to anyone these men think that they can assert power over me and they absolutely cannot like fuck this it's inspiring right yeah um, <laughs> it's inspiring yeah it really is so but yeah she was the one who got into usc so she's you know 1920 mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's good it's like, I was like, yeah I, and this woman nicole young deserves every penny of this two million dollars a month not? and i hope she gets it or close to it and i hope AOL, she keeps AOL single-handedly afloat with her $20,000 a month email service. Yeah, it's funny how, like, it's like, there should be no billionaires. No one should be this rich. Like, capitalism sucks. And I'm looking at Nicole Young, and I'm like, yeah, this all checks out. I'm looking at a breakdown. I'm like, go for it. It's true. Go for it. And they have no prenup. Give her the money. Just give it to her. They have no prenup. Speaking of they have no prenup, they the iconic story about the prenup, he ripped it up. He oh, man. ripped it up. He tore it up after, like after they were married for a little bit, as like a grand gesture about their love. Nicole Young claims she signed a prenup in 1996 under pressure, but he tore it up years later, so she's entitled to half of his 800 million dollar fortune. So I guess there was some sort of like passionate tearing of the of the prenup. Yeah, she says that he ripped it up. He claims that he didn't rip it up, um, but who knows? Point is. She's accused him of abuse. His past, other women in his life have accused him of abuse. He's apologized yeah, for abuse. Yeah, the whole in his... thing with D Barnes with like, yes. she came out and spoke against him and she was like, I was abused by Dr. Dre. Yeah, and I mean, he was like, I, I fucked time... up in my youth. Yes. Right. He said, I apologize. Like, I was out of my mind. And so like, you know, he basically admitted to it. So we're talking somebody who has maybe anger issues and we're saying she should get every dime of this $2 million a month until the money runs out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Until the, money, mm. until the money runs out and it looks like mm. the money may never run out because again I would love to buy it I would buy a Beats by Dre if I knew it went right into her pocket <laughs> how much do you think he's worth like if I search Dr. Dre's net worth well this says 800 million dollars yeah, is that true or is it more that's what everyone says <laughs> okay they, that's what Daily Mail said that's what, that's what Daily says. Mail or the blah yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, what's next Vin Diesel we got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots, and you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots, and why I was so happy to get why? mine in the mail. 
because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, after years of people begging Vin Diesel to release music, he finally released music. All of the time you try to find someone to hit me like you. And I'm not the time who likes to rush in, but I want to. I don't know when it feels like I knew. And I was frozen when you walked in the room. Cause every single word, it just makes my stomach turn cold. Feels like I do. 
say we're a little late on the Vin Diesel release music tip. Like he should have done this when people were like actually really caring about Vin Diesel like release four years music. Ago? I mean yeah. we I mean we care, but there was like a Vin Diesel like swell. And it's not right now. No. You know? It was when you put when you put this in one of the op, one of the top celeb moments on Facebook, according to you, which is absolutely true. Before I clicked, <laughs> I knew what it was. Him singing stay in some strange, like yes, empty here. room in his house. Yes, he posted this on Facebook or AKA Vinbook, and it's a video of him singing Rihanna karaoke in a weird house. It's just it's incredible. <laughs> It's very sweet. He's a he is a very, very, very earnest man. And like he's one of those celebrities who like every time the Fast and the Furious comes out, we like get really excited about Vin Diesel. And for a while, he was literally posting his own fan art on his face on his Facebook, which he called Vinbook, which was a delightful kind of like even kind of late Internet treat mm-hmm. something that felt like early internet but was actually quite late internet this was happening around 2016 2017 yeah. i know because i wrote about it uh for someone for oh, someone cosmopolitan <laughs> and now he's releasing a real song with i have to say impressively with kaigo who is like a real producer that's you get kaigo involved you might have a top 10 hit you know right and the song is like pretty good here I'll- it's not embarrassing the smartest thing he did was premiered on the Kelly Clarkson show, which has the same energy as Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to say, watching these people on screens and the Kelly Clarkson audience groove into a Vin Diesel song is maybe the most surreal moment of 2000. That's not possible. No, that's it's not up possible. there in the top 15 <laughs> surreal, most surreal moments of 2020. It's just, it's art. It's culture. It's everything. When he says, oh, I finally had time to release music because I wasn't on film sets all year. I believe that. That I believe. So I'm going to follow my passion and finally release music. Mm-hmm. Like he, that's believable to A me. A special message from our friend Vin Diesel, who actually has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Kelly, I am so honored to be able to debut my music on your show. Because you, since you first won Idol, and till today have somehow maintained your authenticity. I am blessed that on a year that I would normally be on a movie set, and as you know, that's not possible. I've had another creative outlet, another way to show you or share with you my heart. Jordan Woods and Carl Anthony Towns. Why is this super? The, the reason this is interesting is because it's Jordan Woods who has you know, become more relevant ever since going to the red table, taking it to the red table. But also she's lied about this before and said that she wasn't with this guy. And now she's absolutely with this guy. He's a basketball player. Well, I think she li- she didn't lie about it. Last year, she said, stop trying to ruin my friendships. You're going to make me not be able to have friends and ruin relationships. Carl's like a brother to me. Have a blessed Friday. But that's not to say that like this NBA player who she's close friends with couldn't have just become her boyfriend like over the past year. Like pandemic does crazy things to people. We've seen every romantic comedy. That's what happens. 
your friends. Oh, they could just be friends. She turns 23 and she holds a birthday party and he goes and he gives her two Birkin bags. I'm sorry, but like friends don't do that. One Birkin bag? Sure, I'll accept it. What? Two One? Birkin bags? We better be having sex. <laughs> or else what's like, what? two Birkin bags? <laughs> So go spend thirty thousand dollars on you, but sixty thousand dollars on you? Uh, we gotta no, be no, 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 no. And a Chanel clutch. I mean, there's just a lot going on here that adds up to like fifty thousand dollars worth of crap. You know? <laughs> oh, I guess she turned twenty three on the twenty third, so she had a she had a Michael Jordan because of the number twenty three, which she wasn't even the Got only it. person who had a Michael Jordan themed birthday party. Yeah, also Stassi had one too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's cool to have a Michael Jordan themed birthday party. 23, 23, 23. Plays basketball and he's Minnesota. He's Minnesota. Okay. Michael Jordan? (laughs) No. (laughs) Carl Anthony Towns Jr. Yeah, he's a, he seems nice. He's been playing for a long time. He was rookie of the year in 2015. He was in the All-Stars twice. Mm -hmm. I, the, the most, my favorite commentary on this is a comment that was on, I believe this was from Bossip, and it was a comment from Discus, which is, I guess, just a really, you know, the generic comment name because it's on the Discus site, wrote, wishing both of them good luck with their relationship. Jordan, please stay away from the Kardashians, which is like the <laughs> best possible way to comment on this. It's like, God, I kind of, I want her to be happy. If you go back to the Kardashians, your life is over. Right. Whatever happened I also say to Jordan, please stay away from the Kardashians. And I mean, I mean that for her, not for them. Right. It is the best thing she ever did was to, was to get away from the Kardashians, you know, was to break free of that of that mess, you know? Jordan, please stay away from the Kardashians. Like if she happens to be reading this comment, she's like, that's a, that's a good point. I think I'm staying away. Also, note who wasn't at the birthday party, the Kardashians. So it's like, maybe it is not. really over. Maybe it is really over. It, what, it's been that. over. Are you kidding? It's been over. They're, I believe it's over. It's not like for show anymore. It's mm-hmm. over. They're not friends anymore. What's next here? Speaking of over, Cake Boss's hand. It's over. He's not even real Cake oh, Boss. Oh, don't. Is say he really that. Cake he's Boss got... or is he the other Cake Boss? He's Buddy Velastro. He's Cake Boss. Oh. Oh, Who's I'm thinking of Ace of boss? Cakes, uh, the Ace guy. Oh, God, no. This is Buddy Velastro, the original Cake Boss. Duff he's Goldman. Boss. I think of Duff Goldman as Cake Boss, but he's Ace of Cakes. Buddy Velastro is Cake Boss. Well, maybe not anymore because he smashed his hand in his home bowling alley, which is yet another reason not to have a home bowling alley. Yet another. I know there wasn't. I don't know what the first reason is. When I think of home bowling alley, though, what's the first thing you think of? Do you think of there will be blood? There will be blood. Yeah, I was going to say there will be blood. How do you not think of that? Who has a home? it's It's like who has home bowling alleys? The president and there will be blood guy. My straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. Right. It's like, that's dark. You don't need a home bowling alley. And what happened is even more messed up, which is that his... Okay, please skip ahead if you don't want to hear something truly disgusting (laughs) because it actually kind of made me a little cringy. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't want... Skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this. I'm going to say something gross. Okay, ready? His hand got caught in the machine and it got impaled by the machine and a metal rod crushed his hand and his sons had to get a saw to cut through the metal rod. But like, it takes a while to go find the saw. Like he, his hand was in, I just- He's sitting there probably screaming, howling, like, and doing the thing where you're like, <sighs> like about to throw, yeah, like just <sighs> out of your mind, delirious. 
he's losing blood. The kids are freaking That's out. The kids are 13 ugh. and 16. They're children. Oy, oy, oy. And they have to I go know. get Can a Can you song. imagine? I would never bowl again. Bowling is canceled. We are never bowling again no, no, as no, no, a no. family. But the thing about the, this that is yeah. sort of notable and the fact, well, like Buddy Velastro, obviously, who he's just cake boss. That's it. Um, but people had all of these photos of his well, bowling alley. Well, this is what's alley. truly dark is that because they have they a photo. they did a profile of his bowling alley. <laughs> they have a photo of him with his hand on the ball. And I'm like, don't move. Like, watch your hand. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, Because it says they had a 2018 photo shoot with him in this bo- in this cursed ass bowling alley. There's nothing darker than smashing your hand in your home bowling alley. I really cannot think of anything darker. I wish him to get well as soon as possible. It is uh, he needs to get back to making those cakes. He's the boss, I guess. I don't watch the show. I mean, you don't need the full. You could probably. I'm sure there are one-handed bakers in the world, and they're like there are one-handed everything's in the world. You can. He's just gonna have I'm to learn. Saying, There's a it's learning his curve. Right hand, and he's the boss. <laughs> so I just I I hope him getting. Take back some function in that He's one hand. the boss. Listen, this cake is for my cousin and my sister-in-law. Okay, you guys filled it like my, you know what? It looks like crap. I'm busy working on this cake. What do I got to babysit? It says 11, you do 12. Sour news. You could say sweet, but psycho news. I don't know. It's just like, it's a, it's a little, it's a little dark because Max seems like he's going through it. It just seems like he's going through it. We should talk about it, but it's... I'm glad we waited because whenever the the news, because as we usually suspect, we don't talk about things sometimes because we think they're going to get bigger by the following week. And usually we're right. And this we were right about to an extent we never could have dreamed, um, which is that Demi Lovato. Well, and this Max- just feels this just feels like it was kind of like it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Because yeah. when they got engaged, you were like, this is so fast. Like, I'm always like just need Demi to be happy, just love Demi Lovato, just need her to be happy. Who is this guy? Turns out I'd met him. I forgot everything about him. And that podcast that I was on with him has been deleted from the internet for some reason, uh, which I'm not saying in in a conspiracy way, but it doesn't exist because I went back to listen to it to see if I could remember kind of like what it was and Mm -hmm. it's gone. But I do remember him being like kind of fun and gossipy, which does like, which does kind of lend to the story that he was like this Selena Gomez stan in the comments and kind of just like a fan of all of these girls and like being a little bit of a creepy poster mm-hmm. back in the day and, you know and that's sort of the there are plenty of there are good threads I'm sure we'll link to it in the show notes or retweet it on our feed like good threads that go into his history like commenting on Demi and Selena stuff going back years and years and years like he is he, there are the receipts that he is an OG Demi right. Stan and I would say normally I would err on this is photoshopped, but there are so many of them and they're so specific. It's not just like a commentary there. It's like a full a full live uh-huh. where there's, you know, kind of content and yeah. there's all video and all this stuff. So it just it does feel a lot. And then with what's he's posted since that kind of confirms the the tone is right. Mm-hmm. So anyways, what ends up what happens is they break up. It's in the tabloids. Demi and Max. And they're engaged. And he, they were engaged. And he comes out and says, imagine finding out the status of your relationship through a tabloid in an Instagram story. He says this, while you're in the middle of filming a biopic movie about a pastor in a Christian church whose intention of the film is to help people. God bless. Okay. So like, I guess he's like down south, uh, COVID filming a movie called um, like Southern Gospel, which is like, Mm -hmm. so he says that. And then her people immediately 
kind of come back and say he knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, no, I didn't know. He's literally saying I was gaslit. And Demi's saying, you were not. You knew. You knew. You knew. He kind of came back again and wrote these long notes app, not apologies, these notes app things that just kept going. One, the one thing, one thing is to say, the first one is kind of like, I've been acting since I was 15. I've done all of these things. I'm excited about this movie I'm in. I'm not interested in attention. I'm just doing my thing. Leave me alone. That's where I thought it would end. But then it keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my it's my truth that I found out about the ending of the engagement and have people from my film who saw the whole thing go down and help me get back into character and continue my job. And, th- and then you're like, okay, enough. Enough. Then, oh, God. wouldn't you be like, enough? I'd be like, enough. I'm texting him. Enough, no. enough. Then he writes, good night. Please stop trying to thank you next, dot, 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 me. Okay, enough. Then... PPS, to this moment, we haven't spoken over the phone. We haven't even officially ended anything to each other. Literally, I'm here in real time with y'all. I love Demetria and just want her to be healthy and safe. X. Okay, enough. And then a screenshot of one of the most iconic Demi Lovato songs, Don't Forget, the like Spotify version of it. Mm -hmm. I have respected and loved Demetria since I was 15. And my friend Samara, whom recently passed, took me to her concert. Next slide. She inspires me every day as an incredible human being. I know it's not her writing these stories as a machine. I love her unconditionally. Demetria, I love you always and forever. Which to me reads as, oh, this is actually just getting to the point of being a little creepy. Yeah. With the the other information we have. Mm -hmm. Of him being creepy. And And the information is, he's creepy. He has like kind of creepy attachments to these singers that he is not actually friends with. Um, and that's sort of that's the that's the Cliff's Notes version of why people have been calling him creepy because he was participating in like very creepy stand behavior, and it just so happens that his stand behavior turned into an actual relationship with Demi, and that's why her fans were like, "Once you can talk all day about like whether or not fans should really involve themselves." So uh, well, that's intensely. what I'm saying. It's like I just wonder. I just feel for her because I'm like, I hope. It would be really hard if your fans, who you really do love and you appreciate, kind of bring you misery, which, mm-hmm. again, they're trying to help and they're doing the right thing or they think they're doing the right thing, but ultimately it ruins your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, like, whether or not this would have blown up in the end, which it probably would have, it's just like she's just not allowed to live a normal life mm-hmm. because she has this guy dating her who they get engaged and the stands find a trail of receipts, which, like, again, you're right, is good that they found out. It's good that she knows, but... You would resent that type of... You would resent that. You would have to. It just sucks that it seems like the fans were right because that will almost embolden the fans to continue behaving like this. And it's not... And again, I don't want to like... I don't want to dump on fans. I want to dump on like the type of Stan who involves themselves this intensely in a celebrity's life. It's not... It's not helpful. And even in this... In, even in this specific example where their involvement was maybe warranted and their rumors were maybe accurate or close to accurate, it still doesn't excuse it. It's like too much. It's like it's too I much. I know. And it's it, but it's but it's hard to make that assertion when they were right, when right. about this person seemingly <laughs> they being seem to be right. 
Right. So it's like it, that's what's so, 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 so difficult about it because like I just really feel for someone like Demi who again like depends on her fans for her career and their support and their all of the love that they've given her and that's great. But also there's a sector of her fans that she probably definitely feels like is ruining her pri- – is, is getting into her privacy. You know, it's mm-hmm. not giving her privacy and she deserves privacy. And it's sad. And specifically because Demi has gone through it so much, people are more protective of Demi than they are of even the standard pop star. So this is yes. actually coming out of a, a very almost like parental protective instinct. And, right. and it makes it easier to justify, even though I still don't really think it's justified. I don't Although, know. Although the thing is, is like, Again, if your friend, I get that her fans are not her friends, but if your friend got engaged after dating a guy for six months mid-pandemic, you would also be like, hmm, yeah, maybe we friend, should run a police report. If your friend. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> if you're in- but the stands aren't her friends. The stands are strangers. And I, I think know, that's, the, I that's the line. So it's like maybe. But I do hope that people in her life alongside, maybe parallel to the fans. Maybe it's sure not they because did. of the fans. I'm sure they maybe did. Maybe it's, maybe like. The fans were a small part of this. Maybe alongside there was a realization that there was something not right. We're kind of not giving credence to the fact that she, she does has have people in her life. And she also has a brain. So like mm-hmm. maybe something happened where she also realized, hey, this right. seems like a problem. We're taking okay, the agency fine. away from her and that was unfair of us. But I feel again, bad about that. Yeah. But the thing about Demi, which is something she's talked about and which is like public record is that Demi has a lot of shitty friends and like (laughs) yeah and she also has wild taste in men Demi has surrounded herself with people whom she presumably regrets surrounding herself with so it's like it comes from a place of like god we hope there are people around her that are good and I bet there are and, and you know she probably just doesn't talk about them because she keeps them close to her chest you know she wants to keep some things private it's a there's lot. A lot with, there's a lot. We love Demi. It's just, I remember talking about this in the podcast and being like, wow, this is exactly what Demi needed. A normal, just a normie guy who's barely famous, who Lindsay was I on know. a podcast with. Just a normal guy. And it I turns know. out, it doesn't seem like he was but what I she needed. But I still think that. I still think, I still stand by thinking that. I'm like, Demi does need, a, Demi, Demi does need a normal supportive guy. Demi, listen to me, Demi. You're going to have to get a ticket to London. You're going to go to Notting Hill. You're going to find a bookstore, a travel bookstore. You're yeah. going to try go there to every meet, day go there every buy day a book. <laughs> until you meet the owner who is kind of a hunk and he knows your music and likes you but is not creepy. That's the guy, Demi. That's the guy. That's the guy. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. I was going to steal one, but now I've changed my mind. Oh, signed by the author, I see. Um, yeah, couldn't stop him. If, uh, if you can find an unsigned one, it's worth an absolute fortune. D-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks. Only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. Ipgo and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. E-N-A-N-A, let's update their dossier. Not much in the bonanza today. We can't quite today. call it a bonanza if there's nothing going on. <laughs> Apparently they're moving in together. Finally. But like, did we know this? 
Did we know that? I love that you say finally. It's like they haven't been dating for that long. We just t- talking about them what feels like forever. Well, they haven't moved. Oh, the thing is, they haven't moved. He has lived in this big house. She's apparently going to move into his big house. So the whole thing for a while, we were like, oh, she's helping. He's helping her buy real estate. She's going to move into her own place, which may be true. But now the new story is he has this humongous house in the Palisades that like we've seen pictures of and whatever. And there's like a trampoline in the backyard. The report is that she's literally moving in. But my but my question was like, what were they looking for real estate for then? I think that that, maybe they didn't find anything. Maybe they didn't find anything, but also... Anna, you know, you got to have a contingency plan. Anna probably wants to buy her own place, you know? And if you were if you were dating Ben Affleck, wouldn't you want like a place to get away? My question, is he still trying to offload that creepy ass plantation down in like Georgia or of course whatever? He is. Like he didn't he hasn't sold that yet. Of course he is. So yeah. these sources say that this is going to be their main house and that they're always there anyway, but she still has her place in Venice Beach. But it seems like she's spending more and more time there and she's essentially moved in or about to move in. And all of the sources are like, this is the first, but this is the first step in the reveal that they are going to get engaged. But not to be rude, though, but when your house has seven rooms and it's a sprawling Pacific Palisades, like villa with like seven baths and like an indoor spa and all of that. When somebody moves in, you don't even really notice. It's like, where you know what I mean? Like, where do they go? <laughs> right yeah they're in their own wing like she moved in i don't what'd she move it like i just can't it's just so funny to me that's like she's moving into a thirteen thousand square foot house it's like <laughs> where i don't know like violet never sees her you know seraphina never sees her she really could stay <laughs> hidden for an entire day you know it's fine <laughs> an entire she probably day. has like a mother-in-law suite like for the I kitchenette feel like washer and dryer we deserve if they're gonna get engaged and we don't have deep water when the fuck is Deepwater out? If I if these two get engaged and I can't see the movie Deepwater where they fell in love or whatever, I'm going to be pissed. Where is give me Deepwater. Everything keeps getting pushed back, but Deep and so has oh Deepwater got pushed back as well. To when? It's 2021 now. They'll be they'll she'll be pregnant by then. Oh my god. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh my god. You know that's perfect. I know, I know, I know. Um, meanwhile, the only other banana story was that <laughs> there was a gossip cop thing that it was like, why remember when we thought Ben Affleck was gonna remarry Jennifer Garner? And it's this long story debunking the rumor that Jennifer Garner was gonna remarry Ben Affleck. And I was like, why do you need to spend hundreds of words on this? I'll give you three words. Anna de Armas, proof that this is not real. Go away. Go away, Elise Johnson of Gossip Cop. The cops need to spend more time defunding themselves and stop stop talking about the time when they proved that Truly. Jennifer Garner was not remarrying Ben Affleck. Yeah, the cops need to spend time finding new jobs, okay? Yeah. It's the GC3Z row. I'm not even joking. And now I you've love confirmed this, like, in- it. I know you've not actually confirmed aliens, but you know that there's other life forms. Yeah, and I mean, I love this, like, instead of Amy Adams, let's send you, Gemma. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, who's Amy (laughs) Adams? Oh, you not remember Arrival? Like, when all the aliens arrived in that film, they got Amy Adams to, like, translate their language. Yes, yes, I can imagine you doing that. Sorry, Amy. Sorry, hon. The GC's going up to communicate with the aliens. Okay, let me tell you something about that clip. 
Gemma has no idea what Arrival is or Amy Adams. That is so much fraud happening. I'm sorry. Also, that's an astrophysicist who she has on her show to basically tell her that aliens exist. She just keeps baiting her with questions. She's like, so do they exist? And it's like, God damn it. She's like, do they exist? Can I talk to them? Can I meet with them? And she's like, well, if we did, I do think they exist. But if we talk to them, it will be more through like sound waves and stuff. And she's like, wait, so I cannot talk to them. I... Amy Adams. Who's Amy Adams? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? is this woman number one thing Rita's up to she took a photo with Paul Mescal which is a big deal because that's like the internet's number one boyfriend right now well they both went to the Fendi fashion show which again mm. how what fashion shows where I don't Who? I what? don't Stop get it. it I can't ask these questions <laughs> and then in one photo Paul Mescal was like several feet away from Rita and I was like oh that's cute but then in this photo they're like oh they're shoulder to shoulder so I'm like, like what's the point I know here? I know it's getting old being like, what the hell about like events happening, but I can't not responsibly not say what the hell every time. And mm-hmm. also it makes me crazy. You know what I mean? Like it makes me feel, I get that, it makes like, me feel crazy. Yeah. I get that we're supposed to like, kind of just like normalize. You're so used to normalizing, but I just, when I see Rita like at events and doing stuff like Rita normally does again, I'm delighted. It's Rita. Of course that's what she does, but I'm also like, what the hell? <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Meanwhile, like I spend all day complaining about the fact that I have to stay in my bedroom all day, all oh my day, all day. And I've really reached a breaking point. And Rita's like, I'm going to go to the Fendi show with Paul Mezcal. <laughs> what? Rita, the extent to which Rita's life has gone back to normal is f- increasingly maddening. <laughs> right. Like Rita's life has gone 100% back to normal. Mine's gone like maybe 40% back to normal. <laughs> If we're talking like normalizing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Paul Mescal's like, I don't know how I got here, but I guess I'm thankful. Whatever. (laughs) I don't know how I got here. So that was the number one thing she was up to. She met Paul Mescal. Honestly, like, that's a cute couple. They should, you know, have some masked dates in the future. Who are we kidding? They're not going to have masks on. But what's other? What else is happening? There was this story in the mirror that said Rita Ora turns Instagram into shopping channel plugging products during lockdown. So rude. And I was so like, rude. this is really, really rude. And it's like a, a and true. It's an assortment of all of the spawn that she's in on her Instagram. And I was like, that's our job. The sun. Yeah, get exactly. out of here. The mirror, whoever you are. Get off our jocks. Get off our jocks. But also like, welcome. Rita's been doing this forever. Like, are yeah, we? St- hi. You cover her every week and you don't know. Oh, she's selling that trendy hair curler that does that that looks like a trident. Uh, so's everyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Um, if she wasn't, I'd be worried. Okay. Oh, in one, she quote teased fans by holding a pair of grapefruits to her breast while mixing herself a margarita using her own brand Prospero tequila. No shit, the sun, or excuse me, the mirror. <laughs> Who wouldn't? No it's shit. Rita. Meanwhile, over in the f- the fools over in the Daily Mail claim that she had a wardrobe malfunction, which then you look at and you're like, she knows exactly what that is. That's part of the outfit. She did this. A malfunction? She, sho- she, sh- she showed a little tush while she was walking into her like Fendi show. They like she like it showed her tush or something. And I'm like, 
You think she didn't wear pants and didn't know she would show tush? Rita, it's Rita Ora. That tush is intentional. Oh, I'm sorry. Rita's blazer had a slit in it that was above her ass line. She knows. (laughs) She probably extended the slit to show more ass. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to call something a fashion mishap or a wardrobe malfunction with Rita Ora, try harder because she's done it all. You're going to need okay? a quote from Rita and saying that was a that was an awkward mishap. You can't just call it yeah. an awkward mishap. Right. This this copy yes. Rita's quote awkward mishap is making headlines. The 29 and what they're quoting here is another headline. Um, the 29 year old singer songwriter, <laughs> easily Instagram's biggest bikini lover, aka Queen of the Underboob is no stranger to challenging outfits. That said, Challenging outfits. It was the Brits' relatively covered-up Fendi look that proved a challenge this week. This is not a challenge. Th- if anything, it may be a challenge, but she succeeded because she looks iconic in this outfit. <laughs> challenge? Look good. She accepted and she succeeded. Okay? Whatever. She I'm also saying, wore a cool like, mask you, in this outfit. She wore a cool mask outside. Want, if you want to accuse Rita of having a wardrobe malfunction, you gotta get confirmation with Rita because I just cannot, you know, we cannot, we cannot agree with this. This is, I don't know. This was the intent to show a little bit, to show a little bit of underwear. That's what she did. A little ass, a little underwear. That's what she wanted. We're done. We're done. Thank you for listening to who weekly. Um, Honestly, you know, and this is the cur- this is the mixed blessing. Thank you to Rita for getting back to normal, but also like I resent you for it. But also like you know, it's part of the show. Call us at six one nine who them <laughs> to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on Patreon.com/slash/weekly uh, for twice weekly bonus episodes. Oh my god, was that a honk? What's going on over there? It was a honk. Who's honking? You know, whatever. Maybe they knew the episode's over. They're like, get it over with. <laughs> it's over it's been so long oh, next tuesday on the patreon or next wednesday whenever it's published we're going to talk about the new mariah carey memoir which comes out today as in the 29th yeah we're gonna oh we're gonna read it and talk we're about next week it. we're also gonna do a gone girl commentary that you can watch along yeah, with funny. we got a lot going on on the patreon like if you wanna on. if you got some money to throw at us we'll happily grab it and then we'll give you back more of us bullshitting uh-huh. which is what more could you want and what more could we offer what more could we offer nothing what are what are what are our talents what else is there to say yeah, thank you for continuing to call. We love all your calls. Again, 619-WHO-THEM. Ask some questions. We've been getting a lot of good questions lately. Thank you for taking the prompt seriously. <laughs> sorry for being rude. Sorry for being rude about it. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a good week. See ya. Bye. You will drain us. Okay, Roblox fans and avatars, that was a blast. Thank you so much for coming. Make sure to keep partying and complete all my quests.